Blog Talk Radio. Father, 
we praise you, Lord, and we thank you. We thank you for, with great and deep and heartfelt gratitude for all of the things that we take for granted. And if they were taken away from us tomorrow or tonight, even in our sleep, we would be traumatized. Yet we take, we take them for granted. And Father, we just want to tell you how grateful we are that you protect us that we understand that if it wasn't for your divine protection and holy hand, that probably the vast majority of us would either have passed away by now or maybe much worse. As we look back on our lives, Father, we remember, so many of us do, times that and situations and things that have happened to us that should have resulted in a really bad outcome, but by some impossible coincidence or miracle, we were delivered from the situation at hand, whether it be uh, a car accident that almost happened, I can remember so many of that, and or Father, you know, something even much more huge. And we just praise you, Father, for You know, if we have air conditioning, Father, we praise you for that air conditioning. If we have food in our cabinets, we praise you for that food. If we have the ability to be be so blessed with our income, even though all of our incomes are, are stressed under the circumstances, if we are so blessed that we are able to share and touch other people's lives and to give and to seed into the kingdom and to tell people that Jesus loves them well, we're helping them pay their food bill. Father, we praise you for that blessing. We praise you for the opportunities that you lay before us to stand on holy ground and help somebody put some gas in their gas tank. We thank you, Father God, for giving us the the perseverance whereby even under the most difficult earthly challenges, problems with families, families fighting amongst one another, husbands and wives splitting up, in not very friendly manners and friendly ways with much turmoil and much drama. Sicknesses that are dividing and separating families and loved ones, severe sicknesses in some cases, even those which lead to sleep. So many situations, Father God, that they cannot be all articulated, but yet when we look upon each of our lives, we realize that in essence we're living almost like a newspaper so many parts of the Bible. I would submit that we're living simultaneously amidst Psalm 91, while at the same time we're watching Revelation chapter 6 and the seals just kind of unscroll before our very eyes. Yet, as we peer against the scriptures and look into the empirical news reports across the world, it still seems to be moving in intense, uh, maybe that's not the right word, but we'll just say remarkably slow motion. For when we look into our immediate, into into our now, our time of, you know, our now time, we look at today, we look at tomorrow, we look at the next several months, we look at the things that are happening across the world, we consider the impact of those, we consider the possibility that you, as a merciful father, may make a change in the game plan. And we don't even understand the timeline. We have bits and pieces of it as you've, through your grace, have offered us to consider. Yet at the same time, we really, really don't know for sure. And anyone who claims that they do, 
while we understand that that is most likely a deception from the dark side, even if they are, mean well and are very godly people. All of us are susceptible to be tricked by the evil one. And it takes a lot of experience and a lot of lot of things, just a lot of fighting our way through very unbelievably difficult times to be able to review our lives in such a way that we see the things that we did right, see the things that we did wrong, hopefully make appropriate adjustments, and do the best that we can to avoid those situations from happening again. We praise you for your patience as we work our way through through the the, uh, tests. These they're so diverse, and there's so many different kinds, that there's no point in even trying to identify them. But certainly, very challenging times in, in different parts of our lives, whether they be job-related, whether they be family-related, whether they be income-related, whether they be sickness and health-related, whatever those challenges are that we're going through. We praise you, Father, for giving us that unstoppable faith where we can lift up our hands before you every morning in, in, in the midst of the situation that we're enduring and praise you for the outcome, knowing that that outcome is going to be a wonderful, glorious thing. We pray that we don't miss these blessings. We pray in the name of Jesus that you will teach us and show us and open our eyes that we are able to perceive your touch on our lives continuously. Let us have gratitude. I mean, true gratitude and thankfulness for that, for the roofs that we have over our heads. Conditioning that we pray in Jesus' name is working and will continue to work. For those who don't have air conditioning, Father, we pray that you will bring every evening a, a, a thunderstorm that just blows away all of the incredibly intense heat and brings in cool breezes off the ocean cooling naturally with your merciful hand our sleeping areas, parts of our homes, so that we're able to endure this incredible end times global geographic geological change dynamic that you warned us about, Jesus, in the Olivet Discourse. These changes are so pervasive, so in our face, so diverse, so of so many different types that it is utterly almost impossible to keep track of every single one of them. The number of riots, the number of protests, the reasons for the protests, the number of countries that are involved in the protests, the farms that are being uh, destroyed, the food processing facilities that are being burnt to the ground, the animals that are being mysteriously murdered by the tens of thousands, while satanically possessed entities on this earth that represent, that look human, but we doubt are, buy up millions of acres of land to choke your people from being able to eat. Choke even the unsaved, Father, in such a manner that it will be even so much more difficult for us to be able to reach them as they cry out, as they look for a God that they never knew. But in a state of panic, as you know, Father, most people cannot think clearly enough to receive the blessing of your divine protection. 
And we are certainly not in a good place in our challenges to be able to reach the people that we need to reach, except through the most mighty way possible, which is through prayer. We praise you for elucidating us in our walk through sanctification to understand that prayer is far more powerful than any other method to reach an unbeliever. That prayer is far, far more powerful to bring angels into the dreams and visions and to touch people and to bring them to the knowledge of the truth and the Lord Jesus Christ in parts of the world that will never be touched directly by the presence of missionaries. We thank you, Father, for helping us to understand that if we can only muster up the strength, muster up the conviction in our hearts to lift our Lord Jesus up in praise, meaning it from the very bottom of our heart, praise for answering our prayers, even those that affect us directly, associated with our jobs, our loved ones, our sons, our daughters, our situations at hand, our health, all these different dynamics that are plaguing us in these very dark times. We praise you for them in advance because we know that your word your word will not come back void. We praise you in advance because we know that it is by virtue of our continuous praise and knowing in our heart that you will answer those prayers. As a fact, you will. And when we know that in our heart, our praise is really, really powerful because it is just filled with the presence of faith, faith that is beyond our ability to comprehend that which is supernatural and comes from the word of God, which is living and powerful. And through that faith, through that sense of knowing, knowing that your word is the truth and it shall happen because it says it on the text. It's right in front of our eyes. And believing and knowing, not just an act of faith, but one that's unstoppable, one that will not take no for an answer, and one that continues to praise you for things that we have not seen. So many times I praise you, Father God, for the times when I continued to praise you just because I knew it was the right thing to do. I didn't even know what it was that I was expecting to receive sometimes. But then the miracle would occur. Sometimes in a subtle way that it was easy to miss. Sometimes in a most magnanimous and incredible way, which would bring tears to anyone's eyes. Thank you for the guests that we've had over the years. The ones, especially those, who have been able to give us testimonies, live, living, real testimonies of what they went through in their death experiences. Not just near death, but true death experiences. In some cases, not completely dying, but still being fully recovered from that which was irrecoverable, having a deadly disease that could not be reversed, but yet through your power and grace and the blood of our Lord Jesus, they were healed. Help us, Father God, we pray. Be by our side. Never let us out of your hand. Jesus, never let us out of your righteous hand. Hold us tight. Lead us, 
Use that staff and thy rod, that rod and thy staff, they comfort us, and we pray that you will use them on us as you would, a, would any sheep to pull us with, with a staff into a more straight and focused walk on the narrow path and to use that rod to give us a good whack when we need it. We need that closeness with you and your presence in our prayer and in our walk. We need you, Father, more than anything to teach us the things that we need to do in our lives uh, that are even beyond our prayer lives, even beyond our knowing that you will answer all of our prayers in due time, in due season, and sometimes even greater than that which we've even asked. But, Father, we need you to teach us and to lead us in Jesus' name into the behaviors the changes that we must have in our lives, the things that we ought to do but we might be unaware of, however subtle they may be, however difficult they may be. Help us, Father. Teach us, Father. Show us, Father, supernaturally. Give us a desire. Not only do we ask that you open the doors that we ought to walk through, but give us a supernatural anointing, an anointed, sanctified desire a motivation that we don't understand that is contrary to our typical behaviors for years and years that leads us uh, even to a point of uh, obsession to do the right things, to make the right changes in our daily behaviors and our diets. If our bodies are crumpling and falling apart, maybe we're sick and maybe we're recovering. That's completely understandable, and we have to take it absolutely easy as we accept the power of your healing blood, Lord Jesus. But on the other hand, willfully allowing our bodies to deteriorate and not doing anything about it is not an ideal act of obedience to your word. For our bodies are a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable as our spiritual service of worship to you. As we grow older, we need extra help. Extra help, Father. And we pray that you will teach us, lead us, whatever it is that we need to do to bring our physiological, our our bodies and our soul and our spirit in as close to perfect alignment to your will and a state of readiness that you need us to be for the days that are ahead. We speak about the days that are ahead continuously, knowing that there's going to be a shift, and also having seen this shift thus far, being very well aware of the intensity of the shift, of darkness, ever more pervasive, ever more powerful, around in, in, in every part of life on a worldwide basis. But it happens so slow indeed over years and years of time. And so many of these things we could list up the the World War III, they are, are ever increasing movement in the direction of a full-blown global war, ultimately even with nuclear weapons our continuous, rapid movement towards a global financial collapse that will make the 1933 depression in this country look like the 2008 housing market collapse. Lord, we need your help now, and we pray in Jesus' name, 
that you will lead us, guide us in every manner, every manner, Father, spiritually, physically, motivate us, teach us, help us to do the things that we need to do. If we need to work out to get our bodies back into some sort of a condition that we're able to sustain and and continue the work that you have for us in the days that we have ahead, Help us to do it in a very gradual manner that we don't do damage to ourselves and cause a, you know, and, and literally cripple ourselves because we overworked muscles that haven't been worked in so long, like me. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that any one of us who's trying as hard as we can to get ourselves as right, body, soul, spirit, heart, and mind, as close to an alignment with your holy will, as possible, that you will help us, Father, teach us, Father, and give us give us that desire that could only be a supernatural response to these prayers, that we may serve you. For the scripture says that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And what good are we to you, Father, if we are weak, if we are sickly, if we are struggling to walk, if we are not in the condition spiritually and physically to be able to do the things and the exploits that you have written about us in our books of remembrance in Psalm 139:16, Ephesians 2:10. Praise you, Lord. We thank you for choosing us before the beginning of time. We don't understand why. We may never, as long as we're on this earth, understand why we would have maybe elected to come during this period or have been chosen to come during this period. Understanding why is not for us to understand, but recognizing that we are is for us to understand. Making the necessary changes in our lives, the necessary concessions in our behaviors, our wants, our desires, learning to be like Paul, content in all circumstances, no matter how awful or how great a blessing that they may have been in any given time to help us be always content, focused on you, desirous of being and walking within your obedience as perfectly as we possibly can as representatives and indeed Jesus to the lost people that are on this world. Understanding that our prayers are the greatest and weapon to be used against the enemy, even though we don't see them, probably hundreds of thousands are being saved by the presence of angels and dreams and visions. Even though we don't see it, we know that you are going to save the souls of our loved ones, our daughters, our sons, their husbands, their wives. We know this, Father, because your scripture says so, and we believe it. We thank you, Lord, our God, for being so merciful that you would not remember our sins. We thank you for helping us to understand that the scripture is multidimensional and that some of the scriptures are applicable to certain Christians and certain Christians with certain behaviors, and other scriptures are applicable to other that are disciples and followers of your word that maybe transcend to some degree the accepted norms of a fallen world, hoping but not assuming or presuming anything, always remembering with a contrite heart 
to live and become the Beatitudes and to praise you for the wisdom and understanding of that which we need to embrace and become to be able to navigate the ambiguity and the uh, troubled, everything is troubled, world that we live in and do it with grace, not allowing it to overcome us, not allowing it to jettison us into a state of depression or feeling sorry for ourselves for whatever reason, but helping us to see another way, helping us to be introduced to something, some behavior, some activity, some sporting event, maybe riding bike, whatever it may be, help us to see the things that we that are at our fingertips in many cases, that we can start doing to affect some degree of change in our lives that would help us to be able to occupy and endure this evil planet without it pulling us down into the whirlpool of misery that is being projected through all forms of media. We thank you, Father, for anointing us, blessing us, touching us, and just bringing us to the point of understanding where we walk in utter harmony with your will and that we grow in sanctification, we grow in purity, Father God, and we grow in power through that, through, through all the other uh, blessings that you've given us. For when we walk in your, as best as we can, and aligned with your perfect purity and obedience, it empowers even to a greater degree the authority associated with our prayers. It empowers even to a greater degree our ability to call down heaven's resources, heaven's power, and heaven's angels into action upon this earth. It strengthens our ability to call down these angels, to call down the holy fire of God, and to actually bring into effect amazing, miraculous changes into people's lives, even from afar. Although we wish we could be in the presence of all of our fellow brothers and sisters that need our help, We've come upon a time when even the simplest of travel sometimes is very difficult or way out of our budget and laced with dangers that the world has never seen. Father, I praise you for your thunderstorm that's rolling overhead right now here in Tampa. I praise you for it because you know how much I love thunderstorms. I just pray that you don't allow it to take down the electricity so we can do the prayer vigil. And give you glory. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Tonight, aha, hold on, hallelujah. There we go. Well, well, what do you know? Tonight is July the 22nd of 2022, the 23rd, trying to focus my old eyes, of Tammuz 5782. The next holiday is Rosh Kodesh Ah which is July the 29th of 2022. Praise you, Jesus. The time now is 7.27 p.m. on the east coast of the United States of Babylon the Great. For you folks over in Europe or in other parts of the world, it would be 19.27 p.m. Praise God. Hallelujah. And tonight together we light the Sabbath candles or the Shabbat candles. Don't have to do it on any particular day. I know it's confusing. There's people out there that say things they should not because they don't understand their scripture. But Romans 14 sets us free from having to do things on particular days. 
and sets us free of a lot of things if we understand what we're reading. Praise you, Jesus. But it's all over the scripture. But we just want to worship you, Father. We want to honor you. So I light three candles, one for you, Father, one for our Lord Jesus. Thank you for being ever-present with us as we pray and praying for us when we're distracted by survival. And Holy Spirit, it goes without saying, we glorify and bask in your presence. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. The Hebrew Kaddish. Baruch Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam Borei Baruch Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam Asher kitshanu b'mitzvotav v'ratzavanu V'shabat kodsho v'yavahu v'ratzon hinchilanu Zikaron l'mase v'reshit Ki hu yom techila Lemikra Kodesh Zechelitziat Mitzrayim Kivanu Vacharta Veotanu Kidashta Mikol Vishabhat Kochecha Beava Uvratson Himchaltanu Baruch Adonai Mekadesh Hashabah Praise God. One of my new favorite scriptures seen on a license plate by Brother Jeremy out in Portland. Psalm 74, verse 9 through 11. Father, we no longer see your miraculous signs. All the prophets are gone. And no one can tell us when it will end. How long, O God, will you allow our enemies to insult you? Will you let them dishonor your name forever? Why do you hold back your strong right hand? Unleash your powerful fist and destroy them in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Sometimes. <laughs> I had to add that in there because I've had a good handful of, of days in the last couple, about last three weeks where I've woken up on the wrong side of the bed. <laughs> so joy did not come in the morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Arise, my love, my beautiful companion, and run with me to the higher place. For now is the time to arise. Come away with me. For you are my dove, hidden in the split open rock. It was I who took you and hid you up high in the secret stairway of the sky. Let me see your radiant face and hear your sweet voice. How beautiful your eyes are in worship and lovely your voices in prayer. You must catch those troubling foxes, those sly little foxes that hinder our relationship. For they raid our budding vineyard of love to ruin what I've planted within you. Will you catch them and remove them for me? 
we will do it together. Praise you, Jesus.
acknowledge that our sin is always about us. As King David in Psalm 51, that is always before us and in sin our mothers conceived us. Cleanse us with your hyssop. Make us whiter than snow. Purify our heart. We plead the blood of Jesus on our heart. We plead the blood of Jesus on our soul. We plead the blood of Jesus on our spirit and our minds and our flesh. Father, we plead the blood of Jesus on our record-keeping books in heaven, and we plead his blood on our robe and gown in heaven. Purify us, Father, with your holy fire. In Jesus' name we pray that we will be as pure as those referred to. In Titus 1, verse 15, for to the pure, all things are pure. We want to be nothing but pure. We want to see even in the the righteous judgments that are unfolding across the world ever so slowly, the purity of your judgments and how they are meant through your light to bring in the fullness of the Gentiles, to capture the attention of those who haven't been paying attention. And we praise you for that because it's an act of mercy. Help us, Lord, we pray, to have stability of heart, steadfast spirits, and be very dedicated to drawing in ever so much more closer to you, recognizing that we are instruments of power that are used by your kingdom and by your perfect design of all the universes to call down heaven's resources and powers and angels into action as we ought. We praise you, Father God, for this. Help us to understand how vitally important it is that we carry these prayer times into our daily life every single day of the week as much as we possibly can. Let us always be in a continuous state of communion and prayer, spiritual communion and prayer throughout the days, always praising you in true gratitude for the blessings that you have given us that so many across the world do not have. We thank you, Father, for bringing this to our attention and helping us to be truly grateful and content in the lives that we have right now. Instead of thinking that we're going to find greater contentment with, other, with some other life dynamic, when in reality, often, Father, Father, we know that you protect us from ourselves. For we ask for things that we do not understand will potentially lead us into a very bad place and could hurt us desperately so. Yet we don't see those things because we believe in the goodness of other people. And we don't understand the power of the darkness that is trying to take us out. And we thank you, Lord God, for keeping your righteous right hand over us and protecting us from ourselves and our own bad choices. We praise you for seeing the beginning from the end, and we glorify your holy name for helping us to be able to walk as close to that path that you have designed for us to walk and that we would fulfill all of the works, or at least as many as we possibly can with your help, that you have laid out for us. In the name of the Lord Jesus and by his blood we decree your holy fire and a whirlwind of the Holy Spirit, a thorny hedge of protection to swirl around about our households, our dwelling places, our apartment buildings, in the name of Jesus. We pray that the whirlwind of the Holy Spirit will be hurricane strength and blow that holy fire, Father, from your throne room, white hot in Jesus' name, and that it will sustain, and that it will be 
able to grow outward and scatter the darkness in all directions, making a public spectacle of the demons of darkness in accordance with Colossians 2.15 in Jesus' name. We declare that fire in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus to move throughout our households, welding shut any demonic portals that have been opened that we are unaware of, burning anything that is unclean and its presence in another realm, evacuating, evicting any unclean tenants that have found their ways into our homes, sometimes by virtue of piggybacking on people that we've allowed into our homes because of, well, maybe repair people or other or members of the family that are not practicing righteousness and are carrying demons with them. We pray in Jesus' name and declare in the mighty name of Jesus Christ for your holy fire to swirl throughout every room in our house, to purge it clean, to close the portals, and to make it pure, absolutely pure. Father, we we come against the forces of darkness. We come against all unclean spirits. We come against all deaf and dumb spirits, all workers of Satan, all live or dead human spirits in the name of Jesus. We come against all witch covens, all energies, all walk-ins, any of these demonic entities, we, anything that cannot call Jesus Christ its Lord and Savior. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus at the moment that these entities set their wills against us, We declare the holy fire of God to launch down from the glory pillar in the throne room of God and burn them into sustained, screaming, horrific agony, making a public spectacle of them thereof. In Jesus' name, and in accordance again with Colossians 2.15, we bind before your courts of heaven, Colossians 2.15, against these entities. For that which is bound on earth is bound in heaven. That which is loosed on earth is loosed in heaven. Matthew 18.18, praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. At the very moment that they set their wills against us, the holy fire of God shall, in Jesus' name, splash down on them like sticky, white-hot napalm and scatter the darkness in every direction, scaring the demons, scattering them, and making them horrifically fearful of coming against us ever again, or our loved ones, in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we pray in Jesus' name and declare by his authority in Jesus' name for the assignment of mighty warrior angels to stand guard by our dwelling places, to follow us wherever we go in our, our cars, on our chores, whatever, whatever, any, any place we go, any place our loved ones go. We pray for the divine holy fire of God to surround around about them for divine and holy protection, your angels to follow them wherever they go. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus for an assignment of angels, a platoon of warrior angels, Delta Force angels, Father God, on a search and destroy mission. Send them in the name of Jesus, we pray, into our workplaces to ferret out any attempts to come against us, any words of negativity that may be spoken or could even be thought of. Kibosh it. Father, put put it out, all those thoughts, eradicate them and cast them into the pit, for the, the, for the king's heart is in the hands of the Lord. Like the rivers of water, you turn it wherever you wish, Proverbs 21.1. We pray this, we bind it before the courts of heaven, and we thank you, Father God, for the authority you have given us in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray these things, we pray, pray, pray all these things, your divine protection, we declare your holy fire to vaporize any weapons, earthly or spiritual, any fire darts launched against us and to stick like napalm to the to the entities that have disobeyed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ making again making a public spectacle of them and their public realm is the spiritual realm the realm of darkness 
where these entities reside and where many victims that truly honestly belong to you, Father, but are misled do their evil deeds against the works of the kingdom. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. In Jesus' name we pray that your anointing will fall upon any human being that would attempt to come against us as part of the darkness, willfully participating, but afraid for their lives. We pray, Father God, for their deliverance. We pray that you will forgive them of all of their sins. We pray that you will release them of their bondage. We pray in the name of Jesus for the entities that control them and hold them in the places that they're stuck in. We pray in the name of Jesus, the holy fire of God, to shoot down from the heavens, to burn the entities that control them into screaming agony and set the captives free. In the name of Jesus, any members of witch covens that are trapped there for fear of their lives, for fear of the lives of their loved ones. Father, we pray that you will set them free. We pray in the name of Jesus that you will send down archangels into the presence of these uh, witch covens, Father God, into the presence of these black Sabbaths and completely tear the places up like Jesus did to the money changers and just grab these entities of darkness and place them under arrest and to send them into the bowels of hell in the name of Jesus that they may never be released until Gehenna, the lake of fire in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, hallelujah we praise your name thank you Father, praise you Jesus, we declare these things and much more through the power that you have given to us, glory to your holy name, and I break out holy oil at the name at, the, at, at this time in Jesus' name, and I anoint myself in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Praise you, Jesus. We consecrate ourselves into the complete ownership of your holy, righteous hands, Lord Jesus. We renounce all things spoken of in the darkness against us. We break all generational and bloodline curses throughout every branch of our family trees, anything, anything in any member of our family, no matter how distant of a relative, no matter when it occurred, we break it in the name of Jesus. We bind it and cast it into the pit. We declare the crystal river, the living water, and Father, your your abundant multitude grace the multitude of your grace and tender mercies to flow down upon us like a soft gentle october snow that which many of us in these very hot days would welcome in more ways than we can even articulate we just praise you father we declare in jesus name that the weapons that would be raised against us any of these accoutrements of evil that they would use, the weaponry that they would use, that it all be vaporized, Father, in Jesus' name. We cancel all demonic assignments. We tear up all demonic contracts. And the demons that accepted the duty to write those contracts, we declare the fire of God to burn them now, and we declare and decree in the name of Jesus for a mighty angel to place them under arrest, cast them into the pit, in the name of Jesus unto perpetuity, unto the lake of fire, the second death. In the mighty name of Jesus, we declare the holy fire, a thorny hedge of protection around about us on all sides again. White hot, blow it white hot with the presence of the Holy Spirit. Punch all of our prayers through the spiritual realm. Encapsulate them in your holy fire, Father God, scattering the darkness, making the demons of darkness absolutely horrified to, to even attempt to hinder our prayers. And allow our prayers to unite again with your glory, pillar, Father, in your throne room. 
We abandon ourselves into your hands. Do with us what you will, Father. Whatever you will do, we thank you. We are ready for all. In fact, Father, so many of us are so sick and tired of the daily doldrums of waking up and repeating the same awful day over and over again. Father, we welcome whatever change you would bring. We simply ask you, Lord, please, in Jesus' name, for your mercy upon us, that we would be led in a manner that we can tolerate, but led to do greater things than these, greater things than what we have, our opportunity to touch that holy ground and touch another person's life over and over and over again. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we commit ourselves into your hands. We surrender of ourselves into your hands, Father God, without reserve, with boundless, unlimited confidence. Whatever needs to change, we are yours to change. All we ask is for your, for an intense movement upon our upon our very Godhead energies that we are a part of, that the feelings are so strong and overwhelming and confirmed through your word and supernatural touch that we walk boldly before your throne of grace and execute that which we, you would have us do on your behalf in this ever so much more dark and fallen world than many of us ever anticipated we would be a part of. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray and thank you, Father God. Amen.
Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless your holy name, Father. The Lord, O my soul, and forget not all your awesome benefits. Who forgives all of our iniquities. Who heals all of our diseases. Who redeems our lives from destruction. Whose crown You crown us with loving kindness, tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your your youth is renewed like that of an eagle, which so many of us could use, Father, even now. Based upon Psalm 103, 1 through 5, we praise your name. Thank you, Jesus. The parable of the persistent widow. Jesus said, then... He spoke a parable to them. That was Jesus. Jesus spoke a parable to them. That men always ought to pray and never lose heart. Don't lose heart. Don't lose heart. Saying, there is in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. Now there was a widow in that city. And she came to him and said, get justice for me for my adversary. And he would not do it for a while. But after he said within himself, you know, though I do not fear God nor regard man, but because this widow troubles me and bugs me, I'm going to avenge her. Lest by her continual coming she will weary me. Verse 6, then the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge said. And shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him? Though he bears long with them? Love that word. (laughs) That's a little reminder, if you ask me, that we shouldn't expect an instant answer. Verse 8, I tell you that our Father will avenge them. It says speedily, but... We have to understand the time deltas between the eternal realm and our realm. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? And I think when you look at that scripture right there, will he really find, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? It's not talking about when he comes for the barley harvest or when he comes for the wheat harvest. Because he will find faith on the earth, there's no doubt about it. I think this is talking about Revelation 19, round about the time of Armageddon. Praise God. Which, of course, by that time, I can't imagine there would be an awful lot of faith left on the earth. Because the things that those people will have gone through by that time make it the worst Stephen King movie ever made seem like Cinderella. Praise God. Oh, beloved, do not think it strange the fiery trials that are to try you. You know what it doesn't say? You know what it doesn't say? It doesn't say, beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trials that might try some of you. It's interesting. Pretty authoritatively speak, written here. They are going to try you. And, if you. and if you're one of the blessed and fortunate that ha- are not currently going through them, Buckle up, because you surely will, eventually. As though some strange thing has happened to you. 
Oh, Lord, why hast thou forsaken me? Just praise him. But rejoice. Well, surprise, surprise, surprise. Verse 13. Just praise him. But rejoice to the extent that you are partakers of Christ's suffering. The word partake is metakoi, which means fellow sufferers. That when his glory is revealed, that you should be glad with exceeding joy. I want to know what it feels like to have exceeding joy. Don't you? Because I honestly, minus the evening that I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I cannot recall one day of my 60-year-old life that I had anything that could be even close to being described as exceeding joy. And I wonder what it really means. It has to be some sort of, it's got to be like a Holy Spirit, baptism of the Holy Spirit type of an ecstasy kind of a thing that goes beyond our comprehension. Exceeding joy is like, I don't know, I can't even imagine it. Praise God, thank you, Jesus. Help us, Father, we pray, to hold every thought into captivity to the obedience of our Lord Jesus Christ. Second Corinthians 10, 5, hallelujah. Oh, Father, that we had wings like a dove, how we would fly away and be at rest. Psalm 55, 6. Lord, we are weary with our groaning. All night long we sweat in our beds, drench our couches in tears, because we're still stuck here. (laughs) Praise God. Our eyes waste away because of grief, because we're still here. And Gates and Fauci and (laughs) Soros and Klaus Schwab and all the evil entities and the tares, and the reptilians, and the sick, twisted, foul words cannot describe. They still exist. Depart from us, you doers of iniquity, in the name of Jesus. For the Lord has heard the voice of our weeping. The Lord has heard our supplication. The Lord will receive our prayer. Psalm 6. Six through nine. Search us, Father, in Jesus' name, and know our hearts. Try us, please. Know our anxieties. Times when we just don't feel like we're up to it, and we get nervous. Father, look inside each of our hearts as you try them. See if there's any wicked ways in them. See if there's any impurities there that don't belong. See if there's any presumptuous sin. See if there's anything that we feel that shouldn't be present. Lead us to the way, your way, everlasting. Based upon Psalm 139, 23. Thank you, Jesus. Thanks be to thee, our Lord Jesus, for all the benefits you won for us, for all the pains and insults that you have borne for us, O merciful Redeemer, our friend, we pray, our brother. May we know thee more clearly, love thee more dearly, follow thee more nearly. Every hour of every day. 
Place upon us, Lord God, a spirit of true gratitude and refresh it upon our hearts that we would always be in a state of prayer and praise that you would receive the glory that you deserve as we navigate the challenges that are part of our growing up in Christ. He, our Father, will even deliver from hell the one for who you intercede, who is not innocent. Yes, he will be delivered through the cleanness of your hands. Hey, that's pretty powerful. That's Job 22, verse 30. Thank you, Jesus. Be exalted, O God, our hearts are fixed. Father, our hearts are fixed on you, and we will sing and give you praise. Awake up our glory. Wake it up, Father. Hallelujah. Wake, sultry and harp. High ourselves will awake early. We will praise thee, Father God, amongst the people. We will sing unto thee amongst the nations, for thy mercy is great unto the heavens and thy truth unto the clouds. Be exalted, Father, above the heavens. Let thy glory be above all the earth. Psalm 57, 7 through 11. Who can understand their errors? Not me. Father, cleanse us from our secret faults, especially the ones we don't understand, unaware of. Keep back all of us, Father, as your servants, as your prisoners in Christ through prayer, through separating ourselves from worldly pursuits that would only make us feel guilty and have godly fear and godly sorrow and sadness that we transgressed against thee, Father. We want to please you. We want to make you happy. And we want all the benefits of what you have promised us. Let not our presumptuous sins have dominion over us so that we may be blameless and innocent of great transgression. based upon Psalm 19, 12 through 13. Interestingly, Galatians chapter 3, verse 28 says, There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Messiah Yeshua. Jesus Christ. Imagine that. I wonder what the Messianic Jews think about that verse. <laughs> they must look at it and just like, well, I, you know, I'm Jewish, and so I'm a Messianic Jew, and I'm like, not according to my Bible, you're not. <laughs> but that's all right. Praise God. We're a peculiar people, aren't we? Hallelujah. Second Corinthians thirteen five and six. Examine and test and evaluate yourselves to see whether you are holding to the faith and showing the proper fruits of it. Test yourself. Prove yourselves. Do not you yourselves realize and know 
by ever-increasing experience that Christ is in you? Unless you're some kind of counterfeit. But we know that you're not. So examine yourself. Correct your course. Pray. Praise you, Jesus. Romans 13, 8 through 10. Oh, no one anything except to love one another. Wow. Just to love. For he who loves another has fulfilled the law. Wow, that really messes with the Hebrew roots people, doesn't it? That's got to like completely tip their boat over. They're like, wait a minute, I can't believe I just read this. The last five years of my life. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not commit murder, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not covet. If there's any other commandment, it's all summed up in this thing, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. Hmm. Sounds pretty straightforward to me. Have I not commanded thee? Have I not commanded thee? Stop whining. Stop moaning. Stop being so downtrodden. Stop being so victimized. Stop thinking you have no recourse. Stop thinking you're a sitting duck. Stop feeling weak. Have I not commanded thee? Be strong. Have courage. Get rid of the fear. Be confused about the situations that you see around you. For the Lord thy God is with thee wherever you go. Hallelujah. Based upon Joshua 1, 9. You know, I have that one on a big plaque downstairs in the hallway. I need to read that more often. Maybe we all do. Blessed is the man who trusts the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the water. I shall not be moved. Which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when the heat comes. Its leaves will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought. You know how you know that this scripture isn't really talking about a tree? <laughs> because I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure that the trees don't get anxious about anything. Oh, no, here comes a hurricane. <laughs> you know? Or maybe they do. Who knows? But I'm pretty sure this is metaphorical. Thank you, Father. And nor will we cease from yielding fruit. Wow. That's pretty awesome. That's a big promise. And that promise is to those who trust God. And if you trust God and you know who he is and you know he's all-powerful and in control and you know Matthew 19.26 says uh, that through God all things are possible, then what are we bummed out and worried about? 
Physician, heal thyself. I need to spend more time in the Bible. How about you? If you ever decide that you'd like a copy of the um, of all the scriptures that I pluck from, the, I, I guess I call them the uh, prayer vigil show notes. That they're they're overflowing with lots of cool things and lots of awesome favorite scriptures over years of time and revelation. If you ever decide you'd like a copy of them, I'm happy to. You know, do you know? Copy and paste them into an email and send them over to you if you'd like. Praise God. Just send me an email, jbaptist seven 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 at gmail dot com, and I'll send them over. Praise Jesus. They're not. They're not mine. They belong to the Lord. I just. I, it just makes me smile. I kind of chuckled to myself at these ministries out there that copyright things and they're like, um, did you read the Bible? <laughs> and they're really, a lot of them are really great ministries. It's just, they just don't get it. <laughs> like, one of them in fact is, uh, is uh, the uh, Times Square church and the, um, and those who have quote copywritten David Wilkerson's work. And I'm like, what? Freely you were given to and freely you shall give. What's this copyright stuff? Mm, man, folks miss some of the most obvious things. But all I can do is shrug my shoulders. I spend my whole, any time that I am focusing on the Word of God, thinking about how my fellow brothers and sisters are behaving out there in the internetosphere, thinking about how I've dropped the balls like a bazillion times, I just sit there and like completely dumbfounded, shrugging my shoulders going, man. We're all, you know, it's just, it, you know, it's like, God is merciful. All oh, thank you, Jesus, for being so merciful, Father. Our Father is merciful. Our Father is gracious. And our Father is slow to anger. Our Father is so awesome that he abounds in mercy. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. And he certainly hasn't dealt with us according to our sins, or we wouldn't even be here. Nor has he punished us in accordance with our iniquities. Boy, you can say that again. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great, Father God, is your mercy towards those of us who fear you. Fear, fear hellfire. We would have to be insane not to fear hellfire. So, automatically, <laughs> if we fear hellfire, we fear God. Praise your name, Father. Thank you. As far as the east is from the west, so far have you removed our transgressions from us. As a father pities his children, so the Lord God pities those who fear him. For he knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. As for a man, his days are like grass. As a flower of the field, he flourishes. The wind passes over and it's gone. And its place remembers it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting 
to everlasting. That sounds like a long time. But only for those who fear him. And his righteousness to children's children. To such as keep his covenant. To those who remember his commandments and do them. Hey, wait. What about that scripture in Galatians 3? Was it 328? We don't even have to worry about the commandments. We just have to love. Maybe that should be something we pray for in tears every morning. More of your love, Father. Father, we admit to you that we don't love you enough. And that makes me very sad. We don't love you enough, and we need to love you more. Jesus, we don't love you enough, and we need to love you more. Please, fill us with love for you. Fill us with adoration. Fill us with obsession. Fill us with a desire. Let us recognize that when we are on our knees in the dark before you at 4.30 a.m. in the morning, the peace, how deeply we are embedded into the secret place of the Most High, and how we wish we didn't have to leave it. Keep us surrounded by your holy presence. Remind us to praise you all throughout the day. Let us never cease to praise and let us never cease to pray knowing that we shall receive. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why are you disquieted within me? Gee, this sounds like it's talking about me. (laughs) Why are you cast down, my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God. I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. Psalm 42.5 I like that word countenance. I wonder what the word countenance means. I really do. Let's look it up, shall we? Because it appears a lot of times in the scripture. It's in the Arianic, they call it the Arianic blessing in, in Numbers 24. That's what they call it. Who were those day people anyway, and who put them in charge? All right, so let's look it up. Countenance. Well, it, says, it looks like it's got two predominant meanings. It says, you know, the most obvious of which would be, you know, is is a person's facial or facial expression. But the other one is most interesting. It says support. It uses the quote, you know, use it in a sentence kind of thing. She was given her specific countenance to the occasion. Backing, help, assistance, aid, votes, Endorsement, sanction, approval, blessings, and patronage. Now that one I dig because you know what? That's the one. 
The other one isn't the one. See, we would normally, I would, I would, my, my flesh would tell me when it says uh, that, our, you know, when it's talking about our father's countenance, my knee-jerk reaction of that meaning would be the former, that it's the countenance and presence of the father in our midst, his face is looking down upon us, you know, that kind of thing. But when you see... That's why I love to always have a thesaurus, a dictionary, and all kinds of Bible study tools that can dig, dive, dive deep into the different meanings of things and stuff. Because when you look at it all, you'll know. You just can't help but know. I mean, what do you think it is? Backing, help, assistance, aid, votes, endorsement, sanction, approval, blessings, patronage? That's what it means. The Lord bless thee and the Lord keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon me and to be gracious unto me. The Lord lift his countenance upon all of you in Jesus' name and give you peace. Peace. You know, when peace is exceeding joy, when peace is ecstasy unexplainable, when peace transcends, comes upon us and transcends us into a, a place of light in a realm outside of where we are in this hologram. And how rare that is that that happens, I think. If, for those who are so blessed that they are able to somehow go to that place regularly, God bless them. But I'm not one of them. But I wish I was. I would love to have that purity, that white, pure, supernatural, unbelievable peace which passes all understanding. How powerful is that peace? Mind-blowing beauty, light, love, floating in an ecstasy in a place that you cannot be touched in the presence of God and the compassion of Jesus. It's an amazing thing and I can't wait to be there. But I guess that's kind of like, thank you, Captain Obvious. I was on a totally different track. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Bless the Lord, our soul. Father God, you are great. You're clothed in honor and majesty. You cover yourself with light as a garment. You stretch out the heavens like a curtain. You lay the beams of your upper chambers in the waters. Who makes the clouds your chariot? Who walks on the wings of the wind? who makes angels, spirits, as ministers, flames of fire. You lay the foundations of the earth so that it should not be moved forever. Psalm 104.5 Glory be to God. We praise you, Father. We thank you for the time that we can worship you, for the time that we can be in your presence, for the time that we can pray for all of those who are so much less fortunate than us, recognizing that but for the grace of God goeth I. 
but for the grace of God goeth I. We praise you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for the mercies by which you have allowed us. And boy, is that an understatement. For which you allow us, Lord, to present our bodies as a living sacrifice. Hmm. Sounds like we ought to try to keep them in pretty good shape, doesn't it? Holy and acceptable is our spiritual service of worship to you, Father God. It's not our will to be conformed to this world. And boy, are we trying. We don't want to be here. But we got to get... Well, I'll just leave that one alone. Father, we pray in Jesus' name that you will transform us by the renewing of our mind. Help us in Jesus' name that we may prove to be good, acceptable, and perfect to what your will is for our lives. By your grace poured out and in the form of an anointing upon us, we pray, that we will never see ourselves differently. Differently than that, which is part of Matthew 5. The Beatitudes. We praise you, Father, for all spiritual gifts, and we pray that you will pour them out upon us, that we might be able to use them to glorify you and touch other people's lives. Help us to be sensitive to words of knowledge, to words of wisdom, and to the supernatural touch of the presence of the Holy Spirit as we go through each day. Show us, Father, how to be overflowing with not only love, adoration, and utter obsession with you and our Lord Jesus, but that it would overflow us, that we cannot help ourselves, but to touch other people's lives with generosity, kindness, and encouragement. Teach us, Lord, we pray, to be affectionate, kind, compassionate to all those around us, never lagging in spirit, always wishing to serve you, but always serving you out of love. Place upon our hearts a desire that is uncontrollable through that love to give, to bless, and to help all those, particularly the unsaved, the lost, because when they see the true manifestation of Jesus in another person, they can't believe what they're seeing. But it is so rare. I would say it's rare, more rare than to find 24 karat pure gold, but I don't even think that quite captures how rare it is. Anoint us, Father, in Jesus' name, that we might serve you peacefully, lovingly, compassionately, taking up our cross in all generosity and all self-sacrifice and carrying it to our own version of Golgotha. We pray 
Father, if it is at all possible that our version of Golgotha might be deliverance from this place and a whirlwind of glory and a rescue of mercy by our Lord Jesus in the imminent days to come. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We enter into communion. Disciples were seated about you at the eve of a man's bread. You said I'd eagerly yearn for this supper, and that you'd suffer so its children could be fed. I can only imagine the silence in the room as you passed on the bread to be torn. The lady not understand. Reach of his plan in his love we were told to rejoice not to mourn so we gather from memory the glory of the lamb the one who was slain for the seed of abraham as we long for your coming we imagine the feast the king and his bride when our waiting has ceased He arose and went back up to heaven To speak to the heavenly force You lifted the cup of forgiveness It was paid, it was done You had power to call And I can only imagine The thunder down As though heaven exploded in tears We were freed from our chains now all that remains is to never give in. We are destined to win. So we gather remembering the healer of our soul, destroyer of death, the Lord of our all, the light in our arms, the edge of our sword, the King of all kings, and the Lord of all lords. For we believe in a land All of creation Restored by His hand Eternity All is revealed By the time we remember all scars will be healed. As we long for your coming, we imagine the feast, the Lord and his bride. When our waiting has ceased,
told you to see, watch and pray. For I would come for you one day. I gave you my word so you would know. Time I'd come and take you home. It's time for you to look around. The signs I gave for coming down. generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of the darkness and into his marvelous light, who were once not a people, but are now the people of God, who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. And if anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you must also do. But above all these things, put on love which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which you are also called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And finally, brethren, whatever things are true, Whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, and whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, and whatever things are of good report, there is any virtue, there is anything praiseworthy, meditate upon these things. He, Jesus, went a little further and he fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. 
Matthew 26, 39. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen by the angels, preached amongst the Gentiles, believed upon in the world, and received up in the glory. 1 Timothy 3:16. We pray for purification based upon Psalm 51, 1 through 14. Have mercy, Father. Have mercy on us. Because of your incredible loving kindness and the multitude of your tender mercies, we pray, Lord, please, please blot out all of our transgressions, even those of which we are unaware. Wash us thoroughly from our iniquity, Father. Cleanse us from our sin. Make us pure. We confess of our transgressions. We confess of our sins before you, Father. Against you, you only, we have sinned and done this evil in your sight. That you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. Behold, Father, we were brought forth in iniquity and in sin our mothers conceived us. Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part, you will make us to know your wisdom. Purge us with hyssop, Father, and we shall be clean. Make us whiter than snow. Help us to hear joy and gladness that all the trials, tribulations, and things that we've had to go through that were seemed insurmountable, impossible at times to even overcome, that you would touch us, Father God, with your holy presence, that you will pour out an anointing of joy into our hearts, and you will strengthen us, Father, for the next part of the journey. Create in us a clean heart always renewing a steadfast, unshakable spirit within us. Help us to be strong and of good courage, not being afraid or being confused or dismayed, knowing that you are our God and you are with us. Do not let us trouble the Holy Spirit. Restore to us the joy of your salvation. Uphold us, Lord with your awesome spirit. And then we will teach transgressors your ways and sinners will be converted to you. Oh, Father, deliver us from the guilt of our past sin, God of our salvation. And our tongues shall sing aloud of your awesome righteousness. We praise your name. The Lord's Supper, Holy Communion. For I received from the Lord that which I also deliver to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night, 
in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take peace. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In that same manner, he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat of this bread and drink of this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Ani Lododi Vidodi Li, I am my beloved, and my beloved is mine.
you were hurt for my offense. You were sick for my disease. You were poor for my prosperity. You were strong when I am weak. I praise you, my Redeemer. I praise your Majesty. You were left by God Almighty. To always be with me. And I know I will never be Masters of the devil, and we are the servants and foot washers of mankind. So I sought for a man amongst them who would make a wall and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land, that I should not destroy it. But I found no one. Ezekiel 22:30. But 
But also we heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send who will go for us? We say, Here am I, Father. Send us. Isaiah 6, 8. Our Father said, I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake. I will not remember your sin. Put me in remembrance and let us contend together. Isaiah 43, 25. Jesus said in John 14, 12 to 14, Most assuredly, I say to you that he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. But greater works than these will he do, because I go unto the Father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, glorifying the Father, I will do it. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, Jesus, according to the power that works in us, for we are crucified in Christ and it is no longer we who lives, but Christ who lives in us. Colossians 2.15, Jesus, having disarmed principalities and powers, made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in the cross. Intensified prevailing prayer. Intensified prevailing prayer is God's ordained law and method for implementing his redemptive plan in this age until Jesus returns. It is the highest, the holiest, and the mightiest effort of which a child of God is capable. It is God's chosen way to bring heaven's power, heaven's resources, and heaven's angels into action upon the earth. Charles Spurgeon said, He who knows how to overcome with God in prayer has heaven and earth at his disposal. Intensified prayer is clothed with the might of God himself. Wesley L. Duell, Mighty Prevailing Prayer. James 5.16b, the effective, fervent, prayers of a righteous man avails much. Fervent meaning having or displaying a passionate intensity. Impassioned, passionate, intense, vehement, ardent, sincere, fervent, and heartfelt. We cast out demons, Mark 16, 17-18, and these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up servants, and if they ingest anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Second Corinthians ten four through 6 For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not earthly. It's nothing that can be found on the earth. But they are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing. That would be referring to a principality, power, spiritualist, a wickedness, and ruler of darkness of high places. Every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to be of the obedience of Christ. Hallelujah. Ephesians 6, 10 through 13. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the power of the Lord and his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against 
There they are again, principalities, powers, rulers of darkness of this age, spiritual host of wickedness in high places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all, to stand. It sounds like it's quite a fight, actually, when you think about it, which it is. Having done all, to stand. <laughs> that sounds like you've taken a pretty good whooping. <laughs> You're just being asked, having done everything you could do, stand. Luke 10, verse 19, Jesus said to the 70, before the cross, before Pentecost, before the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, for the 70 sinners that he pulled out of the multitudes, he said, behold, you know, they came back and they were like all gushing and flipping out. Even the demons respond, oh my goodness. And Jesus says, behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you, providing that you're doing what I'm asking you to do. Mark 9.25, when Jesus saw the people come running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. Why do you suppose he waited for the people to come running together? That the Father would be glorified in the Son. Matthew 12, 28, 30. Jesus said, But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. Or how can one under a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man? And then he will plunder the house. So we've got to kick out the strong man demon, the head of the snake, and the whiny little creepy demons that follow after the strong man will go easily. I've actually seen this in action, by the way, in a deliverance once. Pretty interesting. Kind of creepy, though. Matthew twelve forty three. When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places seeking rest and finds none. And then he says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it empty, swept and put in order. Why? Because the demons were cast out. Verse 45, then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter and dwell there. And the last state of the man is worse than the first. So shall it be with this wicked generation, because they do not go and sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon you. That's why you got to wrap. When you're praying for third parties, you got to hold down healthy fire and a thorny hedge of protection to protect them. Otherwise, the demons will go right back into them, and you'll, you don't have a chance to break through. you got to break through. It's important. Otherwise, the demons go right back inside, and the rest of your prayers are a waste of time. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before your courts of heaven and we hold up a golden bowl of forgiveness before your throne. We pray in the name of Jesus for the peoples of the lands of the Middle East, from the northern sides of Turkey to the southern sides of the Sudan, from the far western sides of Gaza to the eastern sides of Yemen and Oman. Father, we lift up the lands of Israel and we pray in Jesus' name that your people, those who you promised to betroth in Hosea 2, verses 19 through 20. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus for all of them. Pour out this golden bowl of forgiveness, we pray thee, Father. Please, for we know that it is your will that you would want not one to perish. Father, forgive them 
all of the peoples of the Middle East, all of the peoples of the lands of Israel, for they know not what they do. Forgive them, Father, in Jesus' name. For as your servant Nehemiah did, and Daniel, uh, and Daniel did in nine, uh, Nehemiah in chapter one, verse six, and Daniel in chapter nine, twenty-five. We confess of their sins before thee, Father. We confess of the sins of their first fathers and their fathers' fathers until before there was time as a royal priesthood. Thank you, Jesus. We rebuke all demons of darkness that would attempt to come against them in Jesus' name, and we pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that you will forgive them. Pour out your forgiveness upon all of the peoples there, Father. We break all yokes of bondage. We renounce all things spoken of in the darkness against them. We break all generational and bloodline curses throughout every branch of their family trees until before there was time. In Jesus' name. Principalities, powers, and strongholds, spiritual hosts of wickedness, and rulers of darkness in high places above the lands of the Middle East, we come against you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, and by his blood, we decree fire swords of cherubim to be shot down from the heavens and to cut you into pieces, we declare. The fire of God to launch down from the glory pillar and to burn you into horrific and screaming agony in Jesus' name. And we decree and plead with the courts of heaven for an innumerable company of angels of war to descend upon the to cut you down, to strike you deaf, blind, and dumb, and to wage war against you such as never been seen since before there was time in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Unclean spirits, deaf and dumb spirits, anything that cannot call Jesus Christ its Lord and Savior. Strong men, we have loosed your legal rights to the peoples of the lands of the Middle East, and we command you out now. Come forth, subordinate spirits, out in the name of Jesus. We declare Hundreds of trillions of legions of warrior angels, fully clad in the armor of God, diamond-tipped swords, sharp as razor blades, to descend upon you, to strike you deaf, blind, and dumb, place you under arrest, and cast you into the pit. We declare the fire of God to weld the pit shut. We plead the fire of God in Jesus' name to permeate the pit and to burn them into screaming agony. We plead the blood of Jesus to seal the pit, for only the Lamb of God can break the seals. Jesus, only if but for a time. We declare in Jesus' name the holy fire of God, a thorny hedge of protection, and a whirlwind of the Holy Spirit to encapsulate all of the peoples of the lands of the Middle East. Let nothing unclean re-enter the clean-swept house. Deep into the night, Father, let it go all the way deep into the night. Hallelujah. We declare the crystal river, the living water, your abundant grace, Father, to fertilize the soil of their hearts, that they shall receive the seeds of these prayers. These prayers will bear fruit, and the fruit will remain in accordance with your promises of John 15:16. Hallelujah. And we plead with the courts of heaven and decree in Jesus' name for an innumerable company, trillions of angels of light and love and the compassion, the presence of our Lord Jesus to descend upon all of the peoples of the lands of the Middle East and to touch them in dreams, to call them in the night, to cause miracles to occur in standing visions of the day, to bring down your glory, your power, and the presence of your angels upon all of those, Father, for you would want not one to perish. We part the spiritual realm as the Red Sea above the lands of the Middle East for safe passage for heaven's angels, heaven's resources, and heaven's power to descend freely, unhindered, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, to save more souls than was ever conceived 
since before there was time. Dear Heavenly Father, we hold up the golden bowl of forgiveness before your high, holy, supreme courts of heaven. And we pray in Jesus' name, please, Father, pour out the golden bowl of forgiveness upon all of the peoples of the lands of Europe, from the far western sides of Ireland to the far eastern bloc states that are many of which are at war, all the way into the Ukraine. Father God, from the northern sides of Norway to the southern sides of Cyprus and all lands in between, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Please. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. For, Father, as a royal priesthood, we confess of their sins before thee. We confess of the sins of their first fathers and their fathers' fathers until before there was time. We break all yokes of bondage. We renounce all things spoken of in the darkness against them. We break all generational and bloodline curses throughout every branch of their family trees until before there was time. In Jesus' name. Principalities, powers, and strongholds. Filthy spirits across all of the lands of Europe in the spiritual realm. We come against you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus and call down fire swords of cherubim to cut you into hundreds of pieces of agony, screaming out across the spiritual realm in the name of Jesus. We decree the fire of God to launch down from the glory pillar and to vaporize your weapons of evil and to burn you into horrific screams in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus across all of the demonic realm. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. And we declare mighty warrior angels, fully clad in the armor of God, diamond-tipped swords, diamond-tipped shields, diamond-tipped feet shod, diamond-shipped-covered uh, helmets in the name of Jesus, and archangels to follow, to enter into the realm, the spiritual realm above the lands of, the, of, of Europe in the name of Jesus, and to wage war such as never been seen since before there was time, to bring pain and agony to you such as never been conceived since creation. Thank you, Jesus. Unclean spirits, deaf and dumb spirits, strong men, come forth. We have loosed your legal rights to those people when we command you. Release them now. Subordinate spirits, come out. In the name of Jesus, anything that would hinder, anything that cannot call Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we command you to release the peoples of the lands of Europe at this time, now, in the name of Jesus. We decree hundreds of trillions of legions of warrior angels to descend upon the lands of Europe to strike these demons, deaf, blind, and dumb, place them under arrest, and cast them into the pit. We declare the fire of God to weld the pit shut. We decree, hallelujah, the fire of God to permeate the pit and to burn you into screaming agony. For greater things than these will we do, because our King Jesus has gone unto the Father. We have come to punish you before your time. We plead the blood of Jesus to seal the pit, for only the Lamb of God can break the seals. Father, we need a breakthrough. We declare the holy fire of God, a thorny hedge of protection, and a whirlwind of the Holy Spirit to blow it white hot and to, and, and to encapsulate them on all sides. Let nothing unclean re-enter the clean-swept house. The hundreds of millions of people, Father God, across all of the lands of Europe, in Jesus' name. We part the spiritual realm as the Red Sea for safe passage for heaven's angels, heaven's resources, and heaven's power to flow freely, unhindered, into those lands in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, and in accordance with the will of the Father who would want not perish. We declare the crystal river, the living water, the abundant grace of God into their hearts to fertilize the soil there, and that they shall receive the seeds of these prayers. These prayers will bear fruit, and the fruit will remain. 
And Father, we pray in the name of Jesus for an innumerable company of angels of light and love, the omnipotent and unbelievably loving presence of the Lord Jesus Christ, to come upon them in dreams and visions of the night when great deep sleep falls upon men, to save their souls from the pit, to seal their instruction that Jesus is Lord and mercy has been extended to them, that they should run to the true light. We praise you, Father, for your unbelievable mercy. We thank you, Father God, for executing, inclining thine ear, not delaying and moving upon these people now, Father, in an unreal manner, a supernatural touch. Holy Lord Jesus, we pray that in these dreams and visions they will see you, they will hear your voice, and they will hear you call them by name each in their own native tongue. To your light and your love forevermore. In the name of Yeshua, Jesus Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, we pray. Amen. See you all next Friday, Lord willing. Lord, we come to you with repentant hearts. We seek you with all our might. Sinners set the mercy of grace. Redeemed we are by your embrace. Praise his holy name. Praise the King of Kings. When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? For you we will endure Until you come back for your bride To set her free Write our names in your book of life we are cleansed through your holy sacrifice As we lift your name on high Renew our mind, renew our soul Remove the scars from our past And deem us righteous We rebuke all deceptive lies When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? Till then we will endure. We are the branches on a living tree. When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? Till then we will endure. Until you come back for your bride. To set her free Watch us as we trim our wicks Our lamps are full Our hearts are right Like those five wise virgins we will be 
Your bride awaits thee patiently. 